The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. When we heed the call and say yes to live from the truth of our hearts, we accept the invitation to deeply relax, trust, and let go of fear, control, struggle, suffering, and separation. Now, here is your host, Sandy Goldstone. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to this week's episode of Sounds of the Heart. As your host, I am delighted to have your beautiful presence and heart's vibration join with mine. As we listen, share and explore in this hour together, I invite us all to join together as one conscious global heart as we take a deep breath in and relax out with a sound. Ah. To gently ground our being in calm stillness. Meeting ourselves in love, as love, what we always are now. Ah. It is so wonderful to feel our hearts become part of the one unified field of love through the breath. Thank you for joining me again today, wherever you are right now on the planet, whatever time it is for you, know that you are greatly welcomed and your presence is celebrated. And please excuse me, I'm still recovering from a cold, so um, my voice might sound a bit um, different than it has at other times. And it gives me great delight and with great joy to welcome Natasha Kelly, our guest, to the Sounds of the Heart family, our global family. Tash is a dreamer, explorer, creator, and muse with a dash of wild child and hint of nerd. She was born seeking, which has taken her down some fascinating rabbit holes. A degree in psychology, living in process healing work, tantra, Taoism and sacred sexuality, the Pashna meditation, shamanic work, quantum touch, parenting and continuum concept, as well as exploring many different spiritual teachings from ancient and modern masters. In 2014, Tash connected with a level of magic she never believed possible. Whole new worlds of possibility opened up for her, along with a new sense of courage, self-love and trust. Then, the biggie. Law of Attraction hit Tasha's world and some kind of cosmic light bulb exploded in her brain. 
a thrilling sense of remembering. Since then, Tash has been embodying and practicing law of attraction principles. She is all in and the magic and the possibilities are blowing her mind. Tash now brings together all of her passions into a beautiful, eclectic cocktail of expansive and inspiring offerings for individuals and groups. She offers one-on-one sessions, workshops, presentations, and unique community events in Perth, Western Australia. Now her dream is big. An awakened world, a new Eden, a world of abundant, creative joy. We are the dreamers, the visionaries, the wayseers, spiritual souls bringing in new realms beyond those that we have ever dared dream of before. And what a beautiful vision for us to all uphold right now. As there seems to be so much clear fear and chaos and confusion and uncertainty that unfolds before us collectively on the planet. But let's just hold that vision that we are the dreamers, the wayseers, the spiritual souls bringing in new realms beyond those that we have ever dared dream of before. As we dream in the light and love from that place of love consciousness and from that space and place, it gives me great joy and delight to welcome Natasha Kelly to the Sounds of the Heart Global Family. Welcome, Tash. Hi, Sandy. (laughs) Wow, that sounded so amazing, you reading that back. It's it's brilliant. Got goosebumps. Beautiful. Happening. Happening. Yeah. Yes. It's happening as we speak. Yeah. Honour and a joy to be here. Thank you. So, Tash, in your bio, you state you were born seeking. What was it that you were seeking? Ah, well, (laughs) that's a really interesting question because when I heard it back, I thought, well, of course, I, I wasn't born seeking because when we're children, just having fun in the world, we'd, I, di- I didn't care where I came from or what I was here for. It was all just about fun. So mm-hmm. really, it's when I was about 13, my I, I grew up in quite a religious family and my parents started to question the religion, Christianity, and and or more the structure around it. Mm-hmm. So I got to be a part of their conversations around all of that. And I was, you know, I was 13. I was already coming into my own sense of who am I and what is this world? And and um, and so that was fascinating. And also I, I was coming into all my self-doubt, you know, acne and boys. And <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think the seeking was also partly as it went along, it was really about, how do I, how do I be in this world? And it was really seeking for answers, yes, about what is this? What is this realm that we are in? But also for, for happiness, for peace, for, for, for 
self-expression, for love, to feel okay in the world again. And I guess I did that through through seeking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of comes back, you know, because I was thinking about this this morning. And of course, that comes back to, you know, seeking happiness and peace and and getting answers. Happiness and peace, of course, isn't out there. It's it's absolutely a present moment thing. So that's the full circuit. But you know, it took took a took a it was a long cycle around, and I'm still still on the path. Mm, mm. Well, as we all are, because it's a never ending path. The expansion and growth continues daily. And if we ever think that you know there's going to be a time that we're going to arrive. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> you know, this yeah. this isn't a quick fix thing, and it's not about instant gratification. Um, like, because we never arrive. Yeah. So um, Esther Hicks, Law of Attraction, they talk about that we need to get used to this feeling of being incomplete because we don't ever arrive. We are creative beings. The whole purpose is creating, and we don't. So we don't arrive. So this feeling of kind of Ah, that there's always more, that sense of kind of more is um, to, to get used to that feeling and to enjoy that feeling rather than to be to have a sense of uh, fear around it or, yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that expansion, we become less afraid to go past our comfort zones and our edges, so to speak, which really are only defined by our stories and our beliefs and attitudes and assumptions that we assign to ourselves as a personal me instead of that one infinite I. So um, I'm curious to know, how did your friends and family respond to your curiosity to go down fascinating rabbit holes? Well, yeah, well, um, of course, friends are a bit of a different thing because I think we draw in the people that are, are on that kind of level and, and are interested mm-hmm. in similar things. So that I've, and particularly now, I've just got such an incredible group of people. I've always connected with people who, you know, are my teachers and my guides and we inspire each other. But for my family, <laughs> it's a bit different because, you know, mum and dad came from that very spiritual back, background, sorry, um, religious background. Catholicism and yeah so for them a lot of the the paths I went down were very challenging and challenging for me also to be honest with my parents and to to risk their kind of uh, their judgment of me and my my choices and so there's been a lot of times where I've had to be courageous with them (laughs) and and they have just been amazing absolutely amazing they've really every time they've expanded as well and because of that because of their ability and their willingness even though it was really challenging for them to look at things and to look at themselves and to look at the world differently uh, because of their willingness to go there we've really got uh what I think a really powerful connection now it's very it's very honest, it's very open, it's expansive. I practice all my meditations and everything on them. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, so with with it's it's been it's been expansive and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um 
you know, it's our soul's contract to be with the people that, you know, we are and our families are our biggest teachers, they're our biggest mirrors. And so, you know, growing up in a religious environment myself um, and experiencing uh, the teachings of Jesus in a different way than what the church was espousing them from that place of um, real embodiment of the spirit within and the kingdom within instead of seeing them in those structural, patriarchal, um, fearful, controlling ways. Um, So your expansion and growth allowed your parents to see that within themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and my own expansion and growth, kind of moving out of that child zone and pleasing my parents into being my own being in the world and kind of joining them on that level. But yeah, absolutely. They've, they've just gone through so much expansion. They really, they really had to. And I, and I so honour my parents and that generation who have come from such constriction and such fear. You know, my mum... Um, sharing one of your secrets, mum. My mum, you know, kissed a boy <laughs> out of uh, before she was married, and they were both on the steps of the church in the morning, praying for forgiveness, afraid that they were going to go to hell. It's just, mm. it's such an outrageous level of fear and constriction. So for her to be now where she is, a very open-minded, um, you know just loving being, really supporting all paths and and accepting that she doesn't know is I believe she's done so much work and that generation has done so much work in kind of the background way to allow me, the likes of me, to more freedom and and more trust and more to ask questions. And so I really, I honour, I honour my parents and, and, that group of group of beings that came onto the planet to do that work. And there's a little bit that's sitting in my brain that I'd love to share about because my mum was Christianity. So I grew up with um with Jesus on the cross, that kind of image. And that really disturbed me, this kind of torturous oh image to have at that the the front of the church, you know. And it was only a few years ago I was listening to maybe it was Osho, I can't quite remember actually. But they were saying how the the beauty of that moment, the beauty of that moment of Jesus being on the cross was the level of utter trust and compassion he had for mm. everyone else. So through that torturous moment, he was able to stay in a space of love and trust and, and I finally got this stunning beauty of that image and that, and that moment, which is not the way the church shares that moment. <laughs> I, I still feel like they share it as a moment of like, I don't know, there's that fear there and there's that kind of dark energy. But, but I got the magnificence of here's a being that is just so full of love. It doesn't matter what happens to him. He does not waver. His level of love and trust is just beautiful Mm, and and it's a beautiful reminder that that is within all of us that infinite capacity to respond in that way because it can be really quite surprising 
when we meet within ourselves and we really connect deeply with our hearts and the the you know spirit of our souls and we find that those same judgments and criticisms and condemnations that the mind has been taught to hold on to as real aren't there within our hearts and within our souls it can be quite um shocking to go to meet that within ourselves and to just go wow um there's not that hostility there's not that rejection there's not that condemnation there's not that judgment um actually present within me it's yeah. all being taught i've been taught to to have these fears and these doubts and insecurities and um the world is a is a beautiful and and joyous and peaceful and creative and kind and benevolent place it's it's my mind's projections and the vibrational frequency of that that has me create the reality that um would would have it appear otherwise yeah that's so beautiful i've got goosebumps going through my body yep and I and I experienced the the mirroring of that. And there's an example sitting here of I have a friend who um, was questioning the magic, you know, and in fear and doubt. And he's experienced so much magic in his life that I got quite frustrated. I was like, oh, this guy, you know, he's, what is it going to take? I felt this annoyance in me. And but through my practice, of course, I was like, okay feel the annoyance and and what is it and turn it around and I realize that ah oh, it's just that's just me I've experienced so much magic and so much beauty and still there's these old fears and doubts and I'm frustrated with me taking so long and so to just mm. hold that space and bring that love and then all the annoyance just disappeared there was just like oh just just yeah just love there but yeah, this this idea that we that the world is not as we've been taught it to be, that it's not this place of fear, that it's potentially this world of pure joy and love, and we're just overlaying it with all the fears. And yeah, so now it's yeah, getting back to I, I like the sound of the first one. I wanna I wanna go to that first one. I wanna be in that first one. I am in that first one. Mm-hmm. 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 So what happened in 2014 that enabled you to meet with trust and courage, the full love of self as an expression of the divine? So I, I've always been quite open, and, but at the same time quite cynical. I like my proof and... Uh, and, you know, I've believed in other realms, the possibility of other dimensions and, and, and such like things like angels or guides or whatever, but I never really believed in it. You know, I never, I thought it, I'd have to really experience it myself to fully believe. And then so I'm, a few things happened around the same time. I went to Vipassana meditation, which was incredible and connected me with a deep, a deep sense of myself. So it was a deep connection with myself. I also met a, a beautiful soul, a man called Alan, and 
we lived together and I, he became, he connected with higher vibrational realms, higher vibrational beings. And he also had been a, a great skeptic. So the process of that we went through together and there was so much uh, proof for me and so much magic and that seemed to be actually for me because Alan was experiencing it firsthand, so he didn't need the proof, but mm-hmm. it seemed to come from me. And, um, yeah, that, that rocked my world because, oh, it just, you know, totally opened up, whoa, okay, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but we, there really is so much more out there and we really are so much bigger than we know ourselves to be in. So that blew my mind a bit. And at the same time, um, I experienced a medicine journey where I I had a very tangible experience of ah, being oneness. So in the experience, everything came, all the, all the master's teachings about, you know, there's only one and there's only this moment, there's only now. And, uh, yeah, it all kind of came together and I experienced just one consciousness as creation and that consciousness seemed to be mine. So I was alone in all of creation. I was creation (laughs) and... Mm. It was so, that experience was so phenomenal, so visceral and so completely different to how I knew the world to be that that also really rocked my world. So those, those three things together really just opened me up and I was left actually very unsettled because everything I knew about the world and about myself and how things worked was just turned on its head. Nothing really made sense to me. I was actually very scared for a couple of weeks. I was, I kind of locked myself away and had to kind of get through. And then I slowly emerged with this kind of vulnerable sense of, I don't know who I am or what this is. That's as far as I can get right now, but it's much bigger than what we've been taught. So fast forwarding a little bit, I uh, I left Perth. I kind of headed back to my parents. I, I ended up having a breakdown, long story short, <laughs> and but it was a, it was a, it felt like on a spiritual level, it felt like a, Ah, on all levels I had this breakdown and I was really terrified because I didn't know what to trust and I was having connections with kind of higher realms that were absolutely loving, absolutely pure love but still I shied away. Yeah, so this this breakdown, I kind of, I left all of that. I just, I never wanted to look at spirituality again. I didn't want to have any part of it and I went back to this a friend's place in Sydney and I just decided that I had to be enough just as me. I ha- I couldn't look outside of me for answers. I had to, me as I am in the world, had to be enough and I would only listen ultimately to myself. I was a heavily 
you know, I'm a recovering codependent. So I would give my power over to other people, friends, teachers, masters, angelic realms. I gave over my power. So to set all of that aside and come back to myself and, and understand that I have to trust my being, this being that I have is my only connection to anything. If I can't trust my being and what's arising in me, then what can I trust outside of me? This is, if I don't trust that, I don't trust my being, my connection to the world. So it took some time, but for me to really go inside and just sit with myself and watch as the world, as my new world unfolded from that place, where I just loved myself. I just, I had to just gently love myself and, and trust. And then things unfolded from there really beautifully. And and I'm so, of course, so grateful for all of that time because of that really deep inner strength I have now and that deep openness to possibilities while also honouring my being uh, first and foremost, my joy, my own self-love being number one. Yeah. That was that journey. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and that's the invitation of grace to all of us is to go within, to meet the, the you know, our true nature, which is silence, and to have that um, deconstruction of the, the, the idea of, a, of a, um, an actual me. It's, it's if we're not thinking ourselves into existence, then who are we? If I'm not thinking about a me, then what is left? And if we've ever gone through any kind of experiences that have taken um, our kind of points of identification away, if we've gone through a divorce, we've lost a job, or you know, even if we've had a, a near-death experience, we realise that there is something that remains that is untouched and unharmed and uncorrupted that um, is always present within us and it is that grace that is always available within us and around us and we have to make ourselves available to that and we've been so trained to go outside and listen to um, others as if they... Um, know a better way or whatever and our own wisdom lies within us and everything lies within us all the answers to the questions that we ask lie within us and we need to take the time and the focus and the energy to um, devote ourselves in service in loving service to that which we truly are, to the love of the self, the I am, that I am, that unifies us all in in love consciousness. And I feel that this is what we're really being invited to right now on the planet is to awaken to our sovereignty, our divine sovereignty, and to co-create and to 
rebirth anew from that place in space within us, seeing that everything in this moment is consciousness itself appearing as this conversation in this moment, um, appearing as this feeling, this thought, and everything is held within the space and the silence of that grace that's appearing. So um, hold on to that um, to that meditation, that reflection, because, lovelies, it's time for us to take a short break. This is Sandy Goldstone, and my guest is the delightful Tash Kelly, and you are listening to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone on Voice America, 7th Wave Channel. Stay tuned, and we'll be back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Sandy Goldstone wants to help you start your true self journey. Sandy works with all issues and ages for individuals, couples, and groups. She is a spiritual teacher and holistic counselor of the Heart's Way in Perth, Australia. It's time to gift yourself with knowing your own lightness of being, beauty, and truth. You can feel relaxed, loving, wise, joyful, and peaceful, whatever your experiences have been or what challenges you are currently facing. Are you ready? Let's do it. Say yes and call or contact Sandy Goldstone in Australia on 011-61420-399-287 or reach out to her on Facebook at Sandy Grace Goldstone and start your true self journey. Right now, Sandy is offering a special gift. Mention the radio show, Sounds of the Heart, and receive a 40% discount on each of your first two 90-minute Skype sessions. That's just $99 to start your true self journey with Sandy Goldstone. For more information or to receive this special offer, email soundsoftheheart at hotmail.com. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Sounds of the Heart. To find out more about our program, visit Sandy's website at soundsoftheheart.com.au. Again, that's soundsoftheheart.com.au. Now, back to Sounds of the Heart with Sandy Goldstone. And we are back, lovelies, with Sounds of the Heart on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America. And I am your host, Sandy Goldstone, talking with my delightful guest, Tash Kelly. And our topic for discussion today is consciously creating with the magical mystery. And as we went to the break, we were... um, identifying that we are one with the magical mystery and as we allow ourselves to be open channels for that that magical mystery to flow in and through us we become the dreamers and the visionaries and the way seers the spiritual souls bringing in new realms beyond those that we have ever dared dream of before so the law of attraction, Tash, what does this mean to you, the practice oh. of it, 
And how did you land up being on Esther Hicks' boat with 1,000 other like-hearted beings consciously creating with the magical mystery? Yeah, and I just love how that all comes into one sentence because it was such a it was such a magical unfolding myself. I never would have expected to be on that boat. So, I go, oh, law of attraction, wow. Um, so, after my experience opening up to these other realms and uh, my partner at the time, Alan, becoming a channel himself, being open to that, I was now in my own new space, loving myself, you know, this open space, and I listened for the first time to Law of Attraction, which is Esther Hicks, a human, and her partner Jerry Hicks at the time, were Esther channels these a group of higher vibrational beings that they termed Abraham. So Abraham is the name for the higher vibrational realm. And they share many incredible things, the main one being this law of attraction, which says that anything that is like until it to itself is drawn. So mm. there's this premise that we are vibrational beings living in a field of vibration and our vibration is what uh, draws to us everything else that kind of exists on that vibrational level. So the more, the more we're in gratitude, the more we appreciate what we see around us, the more that energy brings in more things to be in gratitude for and to appreciate. Law of attraction, ah, how do I put it in a nutshell? <laughs> it's the big picture of it is that we are God source energy in physical bodies we came to here, to, to this realm of contrast, to create because if everything is perfect, when we, when we pass back to that other realm, everything is divine and perfect there. But creation happens here. Creation happens in this realm where we come to play, we come to experience contrast, we come to, to, to experience what we like and what we don't like. And from those experiences, we create our own individual desires. We, we kind of shop in life. It's like a, ah, it's such a juicy playground to, to create in. We need contrast to create. We need to kind of brain totally gone blank there so I won't worry about that bit yeah and and that this this creation is the expansion it's we are creative expansive beings eternal creative expansive beings so our our expansion here because every time we have a desire every time we create a desire that shoots off into the non-physical and expands that realm that desire is there in that realm and as much as we can stay in alignment with the desires we create from the contrast, then those desires can come into the physical. We become kind of the, the channel for it to come into the physical so that in this way we're literally co-creating our reality. There is a bit of a time buffer here. So when we're creating... Uh, 
nope, my brain's gone blank there, so I'm not going to worry about that bit either. <laughs> but yeah, so essentially we are God source energy in a physical body. We came here to create. We are co-creators. We have power like we cannot believe behind us. We have the, the energy that creates worlds at our back. We are eternal beings that we keep crossing back over into the, the non-physical and we keep choosing to come back here. And we choose different lives here. We choose our expansive experiences. Everything is perfect in this realm. Everything is needed. We did not come here to fix the world. We didn't come here to, to have everyone do anything the same way. We came here to create our own world, our own desire. So the way I've recently kind of seen this and put this into practice for myself, because I'm very much into non-dual non teachings as well, non-duality, and so Adyashanti, Muji, and, and these kinds of teachers. And ah, so there's also this idea that every, mm, will I go there? No, I think I'll just leave it there for now because that's juicy enough for us to go into now. And mm. yeah. Mm. So shall I go on to the ship bit or? Absolutely. Go on to the cruise bit? Okay. So um, I was doing, there's lots of exercises in, in Law of Attraction teachings about how to get your vibration into a place that allows these things to come into the physical, allows the desires that you've put out there into what they call the vortex for those desires to come into the physical. And I've had phenomenal examples of that. I've been practicing this stuff for a while and this is what I love about these teachings is is that it's not blind faith. You can put this into practice and you can experience it in your life and you can blow your own mind with it. So I've had lots of, I mean, I'd call them small, but they're not really small. I've got houses that I've wanted to live in. I've ended up living them. I've, I've manifested a car within a day. I've manifested friends and all sorts of different things. Uh, so there's this practice called the 30-day challenge which is where every day, every morning, you set the, your intention in the morning that you're going to notice the best in every aspect of the day. And this is very much a practice of law of attraction, to intend, to become conscious about what thoughts you're putting out there, to become conscious of what we're creating with our thoughts, our beliefs, our intentions, to... Um, to override any old negative beliefs with new beliefs, new possibilities. So it's very exciting, uplifting work. And so every morning on the 30-day challenge, you set your intention for the day. And Abraham, Law of Attraction, says that by the end of that 30 days, your life will totally shift. Mm -hmm. I had done it once before and it was phenomenal. And then this time I was going in again and this time I was all in in a bigger way. And I was dreaming. I was doing it with 15 other people. We were doing it as a group that I was kind of leading. So I felt a responsibility and I felt I really, my intention for that 30 days was something phenomenal happens that just blows us away. It, you know, totally inspires the group. Something phenomenal unfolds. At the time I... Um, you know, on the physical plane, I didn't have any cash. I was over, I, 15 days in, halfway through, I was 
over in Sydney. I had two rental properties I was trying to manage. My parents were coming the next, the following day for a for a holiday together that was very important to me. And on that day, I found out about the cruise, the Law of Attraction cruise that was happening the following day, leaving from Amsterdam. <laughs> so on the Friday here, <clears throat> I find it, found out about the cruise that was leaving on the Saturday from Amsterdam. I had no cash. <clears throat> and But because I was purely in dreaming, just absolutely pure impossibilities and I was fully leaping because of this 30-day challenge I was 15 days in and I was with my friend and we were just high on this on all the magic that had already unfolded in that 15 days and I thought here it is this is my leap man this is Esther Hicks a cruise with Esther Hicks through the Mediterranean this is my leap like I just went fully into the dreaming of course all sorts of fears and doubts and I can't do this I don't have the money what about my rental properties what blah 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 what about mum and dad all these fears came up and eventually I was able to clear them and go purely into this space of dreaming where I felt it in my body. I was like, oh, to be on that cruise would be phenomenal. That would be phenomenal. Yes, I would absolutely go. The only way I'm even going to consider it is if a wad of cash lands in my lap. It's Friday morning. If a wad of cash lands in my lap, I will go. This is my leap. I open my eyes. And about two minutes later, the friend that I was with handed me a wad of $6,000, <laughs> a wad wow. of cash. And I, I mean, this friend, I mean, everything was perfect the way it unfolded from there. I was absolutely in my joy. Uh, this friend is not somebody that normally just hands out cash like this. And she knows what I'm like. And she, <laughs> but she was so inspired and Anyway, so from Friday morning, my flights were booked. I got the last flight on the plane to get to get to Amsterdam at the perfect time to make the ship. Um, another friend of mine that was going on the cruise paid for half of the cruise for me, and uh, and yeah, and it just I didn't have to do a thing. My he booked the cruise, my friend booked the flights. So from Friday morning by Saturday afternoon, I was on the ship listening to Esther Hicks, and I thought, what a thing! for my 30-day challenge group, like of all the things to inspire us with magic, to be on the cruise with Esther Hicks, the very one that, you know, set up the 30-day challenge. So it was phenomenal. And then and then the unfolding since then has been phenomenal. Uh, yes, it's just an example of the magic of what can happen when we fully align, just ease and grace and joy and, Yeah. Yes, and it's it's that deep remembering, you know, that it's from that place of joy and fun and that, like, you know, Jesus said that unless we return as, like, childlike um, in our nature, which is spontaneous, playful, um, in, in the heart, doesn't have attachments to outcomes, but it's just in the pure joy of, being in that spontaneous flow and that creation and that that um, that magnetization that is aligned within that energy of our essence. And it's remembering when we let go of fear and control and we tune in and we allow the natural radiance of our divine essence to flow in and through us, 
We can relax and enjoy all the goodness and beauty and abundance that is magnetized to us as the divine light of love consciousness. So it's not this efforting and if we're always making, um, uh, taking action to get something, we're already implying to the universe that we don't have this that we're in lack of it and so we're going to have that reflected back to us but when we come from that place of childlike fun and spontaneity and joy and just for the pure um, love of being part of that creative process we can allow that radiance of our divine essence to flow in and through us and it's from that point that we magnetize to us all that we are always a part of and we are part of that infinite quantum field of universal consciousness that is infinite in its supply of abundance and that is what we get reflected back to us. Oh, I say I love how you put things, Sandy. Oh, yes, aho. <laughs> Absolutely. And the joy, so, the joy, oh, there's just something about that the joy is the key, the real, the the playful energy, the that because it is that that playful energy. You know, I'm really getting now, really practicing just pure dreaming, just for the just for the sake of the joy of it. Like when we were kids, where you imagine, you know, we've we've lost that skill of just dreaming up a, a scenario that just brings joy into the body for the pure fun of it, playing. That to recognize that this is a playground, like really, it's a playground, and we and we we get to have fun. Like that's the purpose, really. It's it's just so mind blowing that it's a base of love and freedom, and we get to play eternally as eternal beings. It's 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 beautiful and phenomenal. Mm, mm. So, what was it like returning home after that shift in reality? Like, what have you seen? that has changed within you or how are you dancing now with, um, you know, challenges because that still happens. We're part of this earth plane that we meet challenges, we meet disappointments. We, we still are in this place of expansion and growth and unfolding within ourselves and collectively as we come together to awaken. So what has assisted you with your shift in reality to meet those. Mm, yeah, that's so beautiful because, yeah, I've really, I, I came back and even on the cruise, you know, a lot of, they talk about that every time you make a leap and you expand, all the old fears can really come up to be cleared. So the first day or two of the cruise, I really struggled. It was ridiculous, you know. I, I really, all these old fears and doubts, what am I doing? I'm so, I'm so, um, I'm, irresponsible I'm you know all this stuff came up and I was on top of the cruise ship I love this I think it's so ironic in the middle of the night because I couldn't sleep for these plaguing negative thoughts you know and I was at the top of this amazing cruise ship heading off to the Mediterranean in the middle of the night just kind of trying to reach for something to be in gratitude for <laughs> and you know the irony that poignant moment of I'm on the top of a cruise ship, an incredible cruise ship of abundance, and 
I'm trying to, I'm having to practice reaching for gratitude. Uh, the contrast of that was so brilliant that I, I really got the metaphor for life as well because in that moment I was like, I have to let these negative thoughts go. Otherwise I'm going to ruin this experience. I'm ruining my, I'm ruining the experience here and I know there's so much joy to be had. So those powerful metaphors have really helped me because I recognize that that's the same no matter where we are. There's always so much to be grateful for and that these negative fears can really keep us apart from the gratitude and apart from the presence. So, um, yeah, so on the ship also my stuff came up and since I've come back, settling back into into life and 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 yeah these these old beliefs the old fears they came up big time the difference is I'm so prepared to leap I really am so all in that at the moment it's um I'm very hyper sensitive to my thoughts and my beliefs I can see the the old fears and beliefs for what they are they still come up but I have I'm able to kind of take one step back and go yep I see you you're old I'm reaching for something new and I reach for new thoughts I reach for new ways and always when I do that there is magic around me as soon as I do it if if I have got my eyes open. So I ask for support. You know, ask and you will receive. I ask for support. I ask to be shown the magic. I ask to, you know, be taken care of and and, and I dream. I put all of this into practice. I dream. I, I am in deep gratitude. I, I have a group of friends around me that also believe in this I do a circle once a week for to practice bringing in these new beliefs and dreaming and being in gratitude and being in joy so I've got lots of things to support me I'm very I'm very blessed and of course the people in my life are you know people like you Sandy <laughs> utterly inspiring mm -hmm. and really all on the path as well so I feel like there's so much support but it is a big thing I think it's really important we really need to support each other because the old beliefs are so ingrained. It, the way we've seen the world, it's very difficult to, to, to try and see it in this new way. But um, the evidence is just, this is the other thing that's happened to me. It's like the evidence is too compelling now. I can't go back. I've, I've gone, I've come far enough that's like, right, you know this is true. You know you've experienced it. So now it's just a matter of, being courageous, taking leaps, being in your joy, like really let's see what can happen here. And, uh, yeah, that's really also how I got onto the, like, dreaming really big. It's time to really dream big. I, no more mucking about now, like new world, new world, a new world of peace and joy and love and light in my world that I'm creating and co-creating with others. And it's absolutely happening. Absolutely. So much has happened around it. And here I am today on your radio <laughs> show talking mm. with you who so believes in it to people around the world who, who desire this, who have a strong desire, who may still have doubts about it being possible, but who have a strong desire. So I, 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 what's so exciting for me is that as people really start to believe this and get experience for themselves, what we could do if we come together as 
co-creators truly knowing who we are, knowing that we have God's source energy in a physical body, creating our reality. I mean, they say that one person who's fully aligned is worth a million that aren't, not worth, it's the wrong term, I could choose a better word there, but has more power than. So mm. there's not that many people around the planet that we need to really co-create a new world. So uh, it's absolutely, I can't think of anything bigger, more thrilling, more profound than God source energy beings and physical bodies creating a new world. <laughs> it's the wildest ride in consciousness. It's mad, maddie, mad, man. Beautiful. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. Yes. Um, and we have to, in order for us to embrace this and to open ourselves to um, meet that within ourselves and to offer this to each other. And Grace's movement is always for our greatest good and our highest blessing, um, whether it appears that way or not, and um, to tr deeply trust that. But we have to let go our addiction to suffering and to struggle, that we can have beautiful experiences and that we can have these shifts of um, in reality and we can let go the old without all this kind of um, this death knoll and this uh, this this warlike um, energy and and struggle and suffering that we can really return to our hearts and become joyful in our being and reconnect as that childlike um, spirit within that is that is light. Enlightenment is lightness of being and lightness of spirit and to the image that I have is, is just skipping through a field and being surrounded with all that beauty of nature and just knowing that we are held within the loving arms of, of grace and the benevolence of um, love consciousness. So thank you, lovelies, for your heart's loving presence and for sharing in this hour's fun, heart-centered, creative exploration of the law of attraction with our delightful Natasha Kelly. Remembering when we let go of fear and control, Tune in and allow the natural radiance of our divine essence to flow in and through us. We can relax and enjoy all the goodness, beauty and abundance that is magnetized to us as the divine light of love consciousness. And in that pace and space, there is no struggling, there is no suffering, there is no fear of separation for all is unified as the divine light of love consciousness and we can relax and trust in knowing the truth of this and that we are co-creators with the energy and divine light of love consciousness. So we can be the dreamers, the visionaries, the wayseers, the spiritual souls bringing in new realms beyond those that we have ever dared dream of before. Next week, our guest will be Steph Sifendos, author and global thought leader. 
He will be here to discuss what it means to do business the heart's way as he shares his models of sovereign leadership, authenticity and corporate consciousness, moving away from those old paradigms of competition, domination, comparing and competing. Till our hearts join together as one next week, I send you much love and blessings from my heart to yours. May your week be overflowing with all that you are always now. Love, joy and peace. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Sounds of the Heart. Sandy Goldstone invites you to join her again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Connect to your own divine nature in the coming week and explore within.